Hi, I'm Erica, and I'm a queer, neurodivergent member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm on a mission to spread empathy and create inclusion and understanding. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, welcome to episode two of Empathy Building for Latter-day Saints. Okay, so today I just wanted to talk about why empathy? Why have empathy as the theme for this podcast? Why does empathy matter? Why is it important for us as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? So just to define empathy, I did what everybody would do in my situation, and I typed empathy into my Google search bar. And the Oxford Languages definition came up. It says, the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. I love that definition. It's so simple and clear, but it really hits a nail on the head of what I want to kind of use as my definition for empathy throughout this podcast. So empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. So if you are familiar with the Book of Mormon, you've probably heard the scripture before, Mosiah chapter 18, 8 through 10. And this is one that we read pretty often as members of the church because it talks about the baptismal covenant and what it really means to be baptized as a member of this church. So I'm going to read that. This is Mosiah chapter 18, verse 8 through 10. And it came to pass that he said unto them, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, for thus were they called. And now, as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people, and are willing to bear one another's burdens that they may be light, yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn, yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand as witnesses of God at all times, and in all things, and in all places that ye may be in, even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God, and be numbered with those of the first resurrection, that ye may have eternal life. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord? As a witness before him, that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you. Okay, there is a lot in those verses. But I want to specifically focus on just a few words. So first of all, are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light. And also, are willing to mourn with those that mourn, yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. So the words bear, mourn, comfort, suggest that there are a lot of big feelings happening and a lot of messy human experiences happening. I think that as human beings, sometimes these big feelings and messy emotions, um, feelings of discouragement or overwhelm, they feel threatening to us. And our brain, which is made to recognize problems and fix problems, says, okay, let's fix this. Let's make it better. Um, The thing is, when we try to fix problems, especially ones that are about emotions or feelings, we like disconnect. We disconnect from from experiencing and allowing the emotions to exist. And we kind of like perceive those feelings and emotions as being threatening or not allowed and unsafe. This is something that I've experienced before 
um, within the church and within my own mind is kind of this um, feeling or this almost like this message that sometimes is kind of perpetuated within church culture that any negative feeling shouldn't exist among saints that we should be able to grin and bear it that we should be able to only have gratitude and joy because we have the restored gospel um, personally i find that this this mindset and this culture is really damaging for people and really difficult and and it makes it makes me feel unsafe somewhere if i know that i have to show up and only show my best only show my best side only show my happy moments only show my grateful moments and hide away my ugly feelings my messy feelings my complicated feelings and not let others see that so i want to talk more about this Now, I know that all of the burdens and things that are mentioned in these verses, they aren't all emotional. There's definitely physical burdens and very physical services we give as members of the church to each other. Some examples I can think of are connections in the ward mean a lot to me with my for my kids. Um, having play dates and swapping babysitting. Um, I love that the church provides a support network so that if you have very physical needs, if you're in need of food or, you know, help with your utility bill, like we have like a network of support that meets very real needs. But also, you know, if you need to move, your elders quorum president and several people will probably be at your house moving your couch from your living room into your moving truck. We provide a lot of very literal carrying for each other, a lot of very um, physical help for each other as members of the church. But I'm wanting to focus on more of the emotions that we bear together because I think this is where empathy plays a really important role. And the verse saying that we mourn with those who mourn really implies to me that, that as members of the church, as followers of Christ, there's a very real need for empathy and a very real aspect of experiencing emotions together and sitting in those emotions together. You may or may not have experienced difficult feelings while at church. I know this isn't everybody's experience, but for me and many people I've talked to, there have been complicated feelings at church sometimes. For me, this has, has included anxiety, um, some perfectionism, and then working through that and learning to let go of that. But also like wanting to be able to show up at church being broken. I see the church as being a doctor's office or a hospital where the savior is our master healer. And sometimes I feel like I gotta hide my wounds and hide my sickness before I step into this hospital, just because it's kind of a culture we've created. But I think realistically that we should be able to show up in our meeting houses and allow our, 
our hurts, our wounds to be seen. And I know that that this can be complicated. There are personal boundaries. There are there are lots of factors involved in this. But I think that empathy, this ability to mourn with those who mourn, to understand and share the feelings of another, like I said in the Oxford Languages definition, is so key to being a disciple of Christ. I think that when our fix-it supercomputer brain is getting into the mode of, okay, this person has big feelings, they're approaching me and sharing their heart with me, and our computer brain says, how can I fix this? I think there's an opportunity for us there to take a breath, to let go of that need to fix, and to step into a place of empathy. And that is really hard to do. If I could just fix somebody's feelings and emotion, emotional burdens, I could, you know, kind of create this um, disconnect. And I could create this safe distance between me and their feelings. But to step into those feelings is vulnerable and scary. And it's what the Savior did for us. When the Savior suffered in Gethsemane, we know that he took upon himself pains, afflictions, suffering of all kinds. And we always talk about the Savior knowing perfectly how we feel. That is empathy. That is perfect empathy. And I think for us to become more like him and to act as his disciples, we need to learn some degree of that and be able to show that kind of empathy for people in our lives. It's not easy to sit in big emotions. Trust me, I have a lot of experience with this and how difficult it is. Because as someone with diagnosed OCD, I've spent a lot of time running away from emotions, especially ones that seemed scary or threatening to me. Um, But the treatment I went through has taught me how to sit in spaces of emotion, including emotions that feel overwhelming or scary, and to allow them to exist. And I found that in this space of sitting with those emotions, um, I've learned greater faith. And I've learned more about Jesus Christ and who he is to me. I've learned that when we sit with these big feelings and these big emotions and allow them to be there, we create this this peaceful feeling of safety. Um, Yeah, sometimes it's hard to feel peace in the midst of big emotions and mourning and turmoil inside. But by allowing those things to exist, by sitting with those things, we create a safe space for ourselves and for others. We create a space where we say, I see you. I see all of you. I will see the messy parts of you. I will see anything you want to show me. And I'll still be here for you. And I'll accept you. And I'll accept all of that humanness that you're showing me. I really feel like this is how the Savior sees us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he knows everything we've gone through. And he knows how it feels very deeply and personally. 
And so he's the master of sitting there in the messy humanness and saying, I see you. And all this messiness and these things that you felt like you needed to hide, you don't have to hide them from me. They don't change my feelings about you. They don't change my relationship with you. I'm here for it. I'm here to be in this mess with you. And I don't see you as less because you have human feelings and human experiences. I think that's really beautiful and really power. So this is why I think empathy is so essential for us as disciples of Christ. Empathy gives us this ability to see others more as the Savior sees them and to carry their burdens with them. I wanted to mention carrying someone's burdens. I think a very important part of this and a big part of empathy is choosing to see somebody's burden through their eyes as much as possible. It's really easy for us to see what somebody else is carrying and to think we have it figured out and to think we understand what it is, what the nature of it is, what it feels like on their back. But it's a whole other it's a whole different thing to go to that person and ask them, can you tell me about your burden? Can you tell me what it feels like? Can you tell me how it affects your life? Can you tell me what I can do to support you and how I can help carry this? I think that's another place where empathy comes in, is asking someone what their burden is like. Asking them to let, if they want to, if, and if you're a safe space for them to do this, is giving them room to share their perspective on what they're going through. Instead of imposing our perspectives on what they're going through. We're going to take a quick break and talk about this a little more. So what are some challenges? I mean, I think that it's easy to talk about being empathetic and developing empathy, but realistically, there's got to be some challenges. And kind of the first thing that comes to my mind is that being empathetic involves stepping into some unknown. It's a pretty courageous thing to do, and it's an act of faith. Because if you think about it, you kind of like are, have your own comfortable world of like yourself, your own feelings, your own emotions, your own thoughts, your own challenges, which can also be really stretching and uncomfortable. <laughs> but then to have somebody else present their burden or what they're carrying to you and invite you into that space, there's kind of a loss of control. There's a loss of familiarity. Um, it's like stepping into this new space where you're going to allow yourself to experience their, their emotions and hear their story. And it's that, that's very vulnerable and it can be very scary. I think that as human beings, we tend to be afraid of unknowns and afraid of losing control and not, not holding tightly to control. And so it's really an act of courage to step into an empathetic place and choose to see somebody and to see their situation through their eyes, through their perspective as much as possible. But what a courageous act. 
what a beautiful and courageous act to choose empathy. This week, let's get out of our comfort zones a little bit and maybe explore this. Maybe explore how we could show more empathy to someone in our life or to someone we don't know, to someone in our ward, and just choose to have less judgment and more curiosity. All opinions expressed in this podcast are my own. I do not represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I hope you enjoyed listening today. And you know what? Instead of saying, have a great day, I'm going to say, have a day. It might be a good one. It might not. And that's okay. Keep growing. Keep loving yourself. You've got this. Do you have an experience or story you'd like to share? This podcast is all about hearing people's stories so that we can gain greater empathy. So if you'd like to share your story, just contact us at empathybuildingpodcast at gmail.com. That's empathybuildingpodcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon.